Taking the pulse of the city. The Capital Letter on Newstalk ZB. Every couple of, uh, well, we do it actually every week. We uh, speak to Georgina Campbell, the New Zealand Herald Wellington's issues reporter. She's coming to us today live at uh, Wellington City Council. I believe it could be their first council meeting. They were having a rehearsal yesterday when I was up there. George, uh, firstly, is that where you are? Is it the first council meeting? Yes, I'm at uh, Wellington City Council HQ on the terrace, and it's their first official council meeting where they're all sitting around the table. Um, and yeah, pretty procedural, to be honest. Um, we've had some maiden speeches this morning um, from the new councillors. Um, I think they'll sort of be looking at their um, you know, schedule for the year and, and that kind of thing. They had an actual rehearsal yesterday. Can you believe they had a rehearsal? Do you know, know, Nick, I can believe that they had a rehearsal because (laughs) council is a very sort of like unique beast. Um, Like even so for a full council meeting, for example, you have to um, like stand up when you speak. But in a committee meeting, you can sit down. So there's lots of little funny things like that that the new councillors will have to learn. Well, they've also also, they've had an, an induction. They've had that here at Sky Stadium for a couple of days. So there's a lot of training that goes on. Does it take a while? I mean, you're around councillors all the time. Do, does it take a while for them to find their groove? I think it definitely does. And, you know, um, like Tim Brown, for example, who um, was the former chairman of the airport, a lot of people have said, well, you know, why, why hasn't he been given a chair role for a committee? Actually, the council is a very different beast to the world um, that, you know, Tim Brown is used to, for example. And so I think it's good um, having, you know, experienced councillors in those positions uh, because it does take a while for new councillors to learn the ropes. I was actually talking to Tim Brown when I was up there yesterday um, and he did say exactly the same thing. He said it's uh, it's a lot different than what he'd ever imagine it to be. So I don't know what he meant from that. but uh, And I saw I spoke to Tori Farno as well. She was wandering around up there. She seemed very, very at ease. And I saw her taking her dog home at the end of the day. So she must bring her dog to, to work. So they must be all ready to go. Yeah, I actually I saw that um, Tori has actually uh, an Instagram account has been created for her dog. So if you want to follow um, the movements of Teddy, her dog, you can do so on Instagram. Well, talking about Tori Fano, uh, she's cutting her ties with the Green Party. Well, is it cutting her ties, or she's not renewing her uh, membership? Yeah, I wouldn't go as far as saying that she is cutting her ties with the Green Party, but she has made the decision not to renew her party membership. And the key reason behind this move is so that she can work more productively with councillors without a formal tie to a political party, which, as we know, people can get a a bit on edge about. Um, But, you know, this could potentially ruffle some feathers among those in the Green Party who, you know, helped her with... Oh, we lost George there. Uh, Sorry. Are you there, George? Oh, we lost George. We'll come back. That, to... um, this this move could potentially ruffle some feathers among those in the Green Party who helped her win the election. Of course, the Greens, um, you know, endorsed her independent campaign. But I think Tory sort of hopes this will help build trust with her councillors, especially the independent ones who might be feeling a bit left out 
um, you know, as I said before, because uh, the people in charge of the big committees are all um, Green and Labour councillors. And it also might help convince Wellingtonians that, you know, she will actually listen to them and instead of being more ideologically driven. You might say might help. I think that it would definitely help. Uh, I know that. So? Yeah, well, we've had a couple of weeks on the show with a few uh, agitated councillors. I would say quietly, George, about not being involved in some positions. I think there's quite a bit of little more. Well, yeah, there is quite a bit of uh, talk going on in the background. But anyway, let's let's uh, let's get away from the council and let you change change tact here a bit. A new climate change report shows rainfall in Wellington could increase by forty percent during the most extreme burst of weather. Now, George, just on that, because, you know, I'm not a climate change denier by any stretch of the imagination, but I still need convincing on most things at my age. But the other day it rained in Wellington and it came down so hard that I can't even remember rain like it. Yeah, and so we are seeing more of these events already, right? Like like climate change is already happening. Over the past 100 years in Wellington City, the temperature has increased by one um, degree Celsius. So this report, I think, really hits home, especially because we've just had um, the wettest winter on record, which, as we are all familiar with, has resulted in hundreds of slips across the city. So I think it's been a bit of a wake-up call to people. Um, and, yeah, the This report says rainfall on Wellington's wettest days is projected to increase by up to 16% by the middle of this century under a mid-range emissions scenario. So we're going to see more rain um, on the wettest days, and then when we, you know, have those short, sharp bursts of rain, they're going to be um, even heavier. And yeah, and we know what what that means: um, more flooding and slips. Now, finally, George, Wellingtonians will be able to use their snapper cards on trains, but there's a catch I hear. Yes. Did you like that pun? I came up with that. (laughs) Snapper on trains, there's a catch. Oh, Um, oh, I... I, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Jack Jack says he still doesn't get it. Can you tell him later? <laughs> Snapper um, catch fish, Jack. I've just explained it to Jack. Now he's uh, very clever. You got me on it though, but once I've once I looked at it again, I got it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Jack's on the same page. Let's go. Okay, look, a special mention to Greater Wellington Regional Council. We can finally use our snapper cards on trains as of this month. It's finally happening. But it comes with a catch, and that is that the uh, ticketing system is electronic, but it isn't integrated. So that means that some people travelling by train will miss out on uh, free bus connections because the system doesn't register transfers between different modes of public transport. So if you were like catching a bus into town and then transferred to another bus to get somewhere else in town, um, that that connection would be free, but not between a train and a bus. So look, Wellington might have been dragged out of the Victorian area era um, by finally getting rid of that paper ticketing system, but I feel like we're a long way off having a modern transport system um, because it's not integrated yet. Good news is the government is working on a national ticketing solution, but that is not expected to come to Wellington until 2026. Well, I've got a snapper card, so I don't want you to think that I'm an old dinosaur without a snapper card. But the one thing, and I don't catch a bus very often, but I would like to, because they don't come along, if they came along a bit more often, I'd catch them more often. So I'm pro buses, right? But what does get to me, and you might be able to explain or or give me an insight on this, is 
it's kind of embarrassing when they say, check your balance, check your balance, check your balance. And sometimes you hop on a bus and everyone's card gets check your balance. Do you get that on your card? Yeah, and I think they um, have that automated message if your balance goes below $10, which my balance regularly is. So do you get a little bit embarrassed when it goes, check your balance? Um. I haven't actually thought about it, but now I might feel embarrassed when it does that. <laughs> yeah, so I always make I'm, I always pump mine up just in case. I just don't want people to say, "Well, oh, he's got no money; can't even afford his debit card." You know. <laughs> well, at least the half price fares, um, you know, does make ten dollars on your snapper card go quite a long way. Yeah. Okay. Maybe when you're talking to them, say that they could say it a little bit quieter or something, so it doesn't quite not quite as embarrassing. George, always a pleasure. Uh, enjoy your first council meeting. Uh, hopefully, the temperature up there is not too hot. It was quite hot yesterday when I was up there. Tell them to drop the air conditioning. It's a it's a stuffy outfit place. New Zealand Herald issues reporter Georgina Campbell.